year, including the Heartbreakers, Mud Crutch, Solo, and the Traveling Wheelberries. Skipper Smokehouse, Saturday, October 22nd. Doors at 5, music 6 sharp. Tickets are $20 at 813-238-8001 or WMNF.org. On Thursday, October 27th, WMNF celebrates Halloween with two great bands. WMNF's Halloween Ball 2022 features the music of Tampa's Lane Liar. And making his Bay Area appearance from Louisville, Kentucky, Scary Black. Plus, as he bats and Vamp Daddy of Obscure Undead will be DJing this great night of gothic music. WMNF Halloween Bowl again takes place Thursday, October 27th, 9 p.m. at New World Music Hall, 810 East Skagway Avenue in Tampa. Tickets are $18 in advance, $20 at the door. Go to WMNF.org for more info. You're listening to Live Music Showcase. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, listeners. Welcome, Mercy McCoy. Welcome, all you beautiful crew members here on Live Music Showcase. We're live every Friday at 2 p.m. here at WMNF Tampa. I'm your host, Ken Apperson. We're a deep dive show. We get to listen to some music from some incredible Tampa Bay bands, and we get to find out the message behind that music, and that's what we're going to do today. Mercy McCoy, Stefan, how you doing, man? I'm doing well, Ken. Thanks. Good to see you. you Good to well. hear you. Uh, the sound check today was uh, ethereal. That's... Thank you. I hope we uh, do it justice on air. It's a $10 word. Sorry about that. That's yeah, all good. It's good. So we're going to dive into some music here, and then in just a little while, at the half of the show, around the half-hour mark, we're going to figure out what it is that makes Mercy McCoy tick, find out from Stefan what it's like to own a record label, because he does own Ebor City Records. Pretty cool. And uh, find out a few little things about Stefan himself that uh, we got some quirky things that we're going to talk about. I'm looking forward to it. But let's hear that first song. <laughs>
You're listening to Live Music Showcase here on WMNF. I'm your host, Ken Apperson. We're live in studio with Mercy McCoy. Take it away with that next song, man. Slip off a train Try to catch a night We walk alone Side by side Make up your mind Before I can choose Everything is fine If nothing is true Just a strike of a match and cigarette ash. Times old, this man made perfume. I just can't believe it with the things that I couldn't say. Without the high, no need for goodbye. Live to play another day. Take our steps Go nowhere I watch the river Blow through your hair Wear that your dress And moves in the night For the things that I couldn't say I'm strangers tonight
just for tonight Let me believe that it's true You're listening to Live Music Showcase here on WMNF Tampa 88.5. I'm your host, Ken Apperson. We're live in studio with Mercy McCoy. Hey, if you want to find out what the show looks like, not just what it sounds like, you can go to Facebook and look up Live Music Showcase, WMNF's Live Music Showcase on Facebook. We have a live stream running right now, right at this moment. Pop in there, say hi, let us know where you're watching from. Tell uh, Stefan how handsome he looks and that uh, hairdo and that, sh- that I'm going to keep doing it until you blush, Stefan. That's the plan. That's the goal here. We're going to dive into exactly what it is that makes Stefan tick here in just a little while. We're going to talk about what it's like to own a record label. We're going to talk about misophonia, which is a word I just learned yesterday, and see if we can make him a little unsettled with it. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> the face. But let's hear that next song. What's the next song called, Stefan? It's a song called Not Just Anyone.
You're listening to Live Music Showcase here on 88.5. I'm your host, Ken Apperson. We're live in studio here with Mercy McCoy. I love that song, man. I remember hearing that at uh, the uh, 7C show that you guys put on a little while back. Pretty cool. Thanks, Ken. Very, yeah, very cool. It's a fun one. Upbeat. In just a little while, we're going to talk about uh, exactly what's going on in the uh, Ybor City Records world and Stefan's uh, world and Mercy McCoy's world here. But uh, before that, we're going to hear some more music. I'm dying to hear it, frankly. Uh, when it comes to these Americana vibes, which is really what I'm hearing, we've got the slide guitar. Sounds awesome, man. Sounds really, really good. Uh, man, if you're a big fan of slide guitar, send us a text message or an email uh, to the uh, to the DJ number right now. I know that a lot of people out there already have that on speed dial. Pretty cool. But uh, let us know that, that you're enjoying what you're hearing out there. And, and uh, leave a comment in the live stream, too. It always uh, helps us out. Thanks a lot. Let's hear that next song. What's this one called? This is a song called Spent on You.
slide runs right up my spine. I love it. You're listening to Live Music Showcase here on 88.5 WMNF. I'm your host, Ken Apperson. We're live in studio with Mercy McCoy. I think we've got about one more song and then we're going to dive into a little interview part. It's what we do here on the show after all. We give you a little bit of music here at the top and then we find out exactly the message behind that music. So if you're listening right now and you're liking what you're hearing, you can always jump over to the live stream and see what you're hearing right now. we got Mercy McCoy in the house, in the studio here at the station. It's pretty cool. We have a very unique setup here uh, that most radio stations, I think, don't have as a, as a resource. Pretty neat. So stick around. Check out our live stream at uh, Facebook. WMNF's Live Music Showcase. Give us a follow. And we're already getting a bunch of comments coming in. we got a ton of people uh, saying stuff. Sounds great, Steph. And Ken, watching from outer space. Hold your breath. That's all I can say. Let's hear that next song. What's this one called? This is a song called Brighter in the Dark.
You're listening to Live Music Showcase here on 88.5 WMNF. I'm your host. We're live in studio with Mercy McCoy. I'm your host, Ken Apperson. Didn't say my name there. Uh, man, you know, for just a guy with an acoustic guitar and another guy with an electric guitar, that's a nice full sound you guys got there. Thanks Thank so you. much. I think that's probably Mark back there helping a lot. I couldn't imagine more. Yeah, definitely Mark. Mark Perfetti there in the, in the studio giving us uh, those beautiful dulcet tones of the... Uh, acoustic guitar and Americana and all that stuff. So um, I want to dive into a couple of things as far as like you and Mercy McCoy and Ebor City Records. After all, you're the owner of Ebor City Records. That's a pretty cool notch in the old bedpost, so to speak. That's a bad metaphor, but you get the idea. Uh, I'll take it. Before we do that, though, I want to let everybody know, listening and all the people out there in the live stream, uh, know next week we have Bangarang on the show. They're, they're a Tampa staple, cool. a uh, hip-hop rock fusion band really really cool stuff very out there so if you like that experimental sound kind of rage against the machine kind yeah, of a sound are, they're a lot of fun really really fun really heavy really cool sound so if you're into that kind of thing make sure you come back next week and give us a listen but uh right now we're talking about mercy mccoy so first and foremost uh do you want me to call you mercy or do you want me to call you stefan Steph is fine. Steph okay. among my friends Steph. oh that's so sweet thank you i appreciate that so we're going to talk a little bit all right you're a musician you're a songwriter you're a podcaster. You have the Songdivers podcast. Very, very cool podcast. Thanks. You are, uh, you're a marketing, you do marketing as well, kind of during the day and analytics and that kind of thing, right? Indeed. As well. So um, is there anything you don't do at this <laughs> point that you'd like to be doing? There's a lot of things I don't do well that I'd like to be doing, especially instrumentally. Yeah. I'm pretty limited. I've only got a couple instruments I feel like I can hang on. but uh, Only a couple. I would love to, I would love <laughs> to expand the, uh, the instrumental palette for sure. Yeah. Like what? Like what? Uh, piano. You want to play piano? I love piano. I mean, I mean we've got one right here. I can transpose. That wouldn't be nice to the listeners. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I can transpose to a lot of stuff, but not sit down and play like, like we can on guitar and drums and other stuff like that. Uh, I mean, that's fair. That's fair. And I, I do appreciate that. Colin Ryan is in here on the uh, slide guitar as well. How are you doing, man? Good. How are you doing? Good, good. I figure uh, you deserve to have a voice after all. I love the harmonies that you're contributing to. No, thanks. Thanks. Um, as far as that kind of thing goes, are you? Uh, is this kind of your typical thing? Are you a hired gun? Are you just with uh, Ebor City Records? Or um, yeah, I mean, we've been playing together forever, but uh, yeah. lately, lately we've been hired guns together. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's fun. All right. So as far as the the record label goes, so one of the things that I, I've learned about this show is that we have a pretty active um, listenership. That our musicians, they're they're aspiring musicians. They're you know, current like professional musicians too. We've got I know Adam Randall is in the live stream there watching as well. So oh very cool. Um, do you do you ever get the reaction from other musicians if you're like, oh, I own I own Ebor City Record? Do you, first of all, do you self promote very well? Or you do you feel comfortable doing that? Yes, he does. <laughs> <laughs> good, good, good. Uh, to the extent that it benefits, you know, the the overall cause. I mean, I, I like to use the term, you know. Rise the tide, rise all ships. You know yeah. that that kind of sentiment. That's not the exact saying, but uh, but yeah. I mean, 
I do to the extent that it will benefit everybody around. I try to keep them separate. I'm not like, hey, I'm the owner of this label. Right. You know? So when we're posting, I'm not posting as me or the other people that are posting on the label aren't posting as me. You know, it's yeah. really more about just a vehicle for everybody on the label. Um, and vehicle. Uh, nobody else was doing it, so I felt like, well, I, I could. Yeah. So I want to. I'll share a little story behind the scenes here about you and my first interaction with you uh, as a human being like not just as a musician or anything like that but that first time that we we got coffee over at bandit coffee in in st petersburg Mm -hmm. and you set it up or maybe that wasn't the first time i think first time actually was uh black Black doesn't matter either either way you were like all right let's have coffee what time works for you and and i think we said like 8 a.m something like that and then I got a and I got an email from Google saying that it had been a calendar ad, and you added the the points of conversation that we were going to be talking about. I was like, man, this guy's got his stuff together. So, do you find that level of organization is is important in running your label as well? Yeah, I'd say in in all walks of life, at least for me. You know, yeah. As Colin kind of alluded to jokingly, I made mean, a lot going on. It's it's because I really enjoy doing a lot of different things. Yeah. And so, if you got a lot of stuff on the the calendar, you got to stay organized. Otherwise, you start letting people down, and yeah. and that's really important that I don't. Um, for gotcha. the responsibility that, that we have as we're starting to you know promote all these different things we're doing. Yeah, totally. And so one of the things that keeps popping up in my mind uh, that I want to talk about as a musician, and you're a musician too, so you see both sides of this coin, so to speak, there often can be kind of a villainous uh, connotation that comes with record labels, right? And it doesn't really matter if they're major or they're minor or they're indie or, or whatever, it's this funny love-hate relationship that musicians have with the label where it's like we hate them, but we love them because we need them, but maybe we don't need them, but maybe we do. It's the year 2022. As a musician and a label owner, when you're making decisions as a label owner, do you ever find yourself, that, that other side of you, the musician side of yourself kind of whispering in your ear at the back of your mind being like, oh, don't do that. that that's not good for the musicians. Yeah, that's rec- good for the label. Reconciling them isn't really that hard for me. It, it maybe will be down the road. Yeah, I mean, you know, full disclosure, the label is not my full meal ticket. Well, and sure. So that allows me to really focus on a couple of key things, which is leading as an artist. Even when talking to our entertainment lawyer, he'll ask the question of, "Who are you trying to benefit here, the artist or the label?" And my answer is always the artist. Like I am one of the artists on this label, and these are people that I really care about. And so it's a it's an artist first label. And I'd say the other piece about it too is that because it's not my meal ticket, I can make some calls on things that are more philosophical and less profit oriented. Um, and it, it really right now is focused on growth. Anything we make is going right back into producing a record, promoting a record. Um, and so that, that helps a lot, you know, that you don't, you're not leading with profit. That's not going to be the case forever. I hope that they balance out at some point. It'll be a nice problem to have. But right now it's, you know, it is kind of an easy choice because I'm focused on growing everybody and not, you know, I want it to sustain. And you've structured it so that you can prioritize the artist's benefit over the label's benefit right now. Correct. Yeah. Do you ever see a tipping point where that'll shift be out of the like out of the interest of the survival of the label? Yeah, I do. I you know in, in my my day job where I am an, an analyst, um, I certainly can see down the road and, and see again nice problem to have, but where we'll have to make more decisions and we make them now. You know, I, I can only produce so many records a year. I only have so many resources, and sure. when those resources get paid back, then we still only have. And it, it grows, you know, but not necessarily at the clip of all the artists I'd love to bring on board. Yeah, you know, and so 
Um, but yeah, I can see as we start really, we've got a ton of releases coming up. And I think as those start to do really well, which I know they will, because we have some artists that are really incredible. Um, you know, once money starts getting involved, that's when things get difficult. But I've structured everything and will structure everything so that everybody knows exactly what it entails. And that, you know, the, the friendships in this case, at least with this starting batch of guys, will come first. I love that. I love that. So I think that the other question that is in the back of my mind as a musician is always going to be, how do I get on your label? <laughs> what are you looking for? You know, what are you looking for from musicians? Like when you go out and you and you're essentially scouting, you know, you're essentially your own A and R department. What are you looking for in those musicians that goes that makes you go, yes, um, yep, I want to put that guy on my label I, or girl? Yeah, absolutely, yeah, anybody. Um, it's kind of a, a perfect storm of things, but that criteria in, in any varied order priority uh, is. Are you doing something that really moves me? Um, and are you? Do you need help doing that? Because mm. I think you take somebody like Josh Riley, who's who's the first artist I signed uh, outside of outside of our own band and promoting that. And a lot of people know Josh. Josh has been playing around the area for years. He's a fantastic songwriter, but he never formally put anything out until we talked about it. I was kind of like, actually, it was my dad's idea. He said, you know, you, you put a record out, you saved up for your second record, you formed a label and now you're traveling too much for work, you're not going to be able to produce your record. Like, why don't you sign somebody else? Like, for example, the guy you keep saying you wish you had his record. And I said, Josh? My dad said, yeah, dumb, dumb, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, so I, you know, I approached Josh about it and we talked and we'd gotten to know each other through a number of different things, but primarily his songwriter night at Crooked Thumb, which is a fantastic venue and outlet. Um, and Kip and those guys over there really care about songwriting. But ultimately, you know, with him, he moved me. I was moved by his songs and I couldn't go hear them anywhere. So really, it was really just a selfish endeavor. I wanted to hear his music. Um, <laughs> but with other guys, you can take somebody like you mentioned, Adam Randall, who's on the stream before. Like Adam's more of a partnered artist. Like Adam is crushing it. He's doing a great job. Not that Josh isn't. Josh is crushing it. But, you know, Adam's, you know, he's done a lot of stuff um, self-funded. And so with him, we're really more of a marketing relationship and partnership and where he's taking part in shows that we do. And as the one that you mentioned at 7C, where um, we're really in the business of collaboration. So to your point, another criteria, is it an artist that can collaborate with the other people on our label? Do they gel well with the people on our label? Um, are you easy to work with? Um, there's a lot of artists I love in the area, but I've heard, or maybe just interacting with them, that they're great people, but maybe just don't fit our vibe. Um, not to say good or bad, just not the vibe of what we're doing. See, that's a massively important detail that I'm hearing more and more from everyone around town that's in the in the music industry. It, it's not just about how talented you are, because these days, not only is there seemingly a, an even larger pool of, of talented people, and especially locally, but they're, they're all ready to play. They're ready to go. They're ready to work. They're hungry. And I'm seeing more and more of a gravitation towards not just talent, although talent is still always going to be, you know, numero uno, uh, whether or not they're easy to work with, whether or not you have to babysit them, worry about, you know, like substance abuse problems or, or you know, lewd behavior, things like that. Nobody wants to work with someone that's going to do that. It's going to behave that way. Yeah. And at the end of the day, if your pool of talent is large enough, like it is here in town, on to the next one. Yeah. If they're going to be that way, then it's, you know, I would much rather, as a person who works in booking agency, you know, in booking, you know, talent myself, yeah. I don't want to work with the guy that I have to worry about if he's going to be at the gig no, and going to be drinking too much or whatever. I want to work with the guy who's really talented and can be professional. A hundred percent. I mean, we, we kind of have a blueprint that we use and for better or for worse, I'm taking my corporate career and applying that to what we do here. Well, and sure. So, I think, you know, again, back to your criteria, another one is like, is this somebody who should be producing music? Like, there's nothing 
keeping them from doing it other than themselves? And can I come in and add a little bit of structure, open them up to a, a, a bank of musicians, something that's going to get them over the edge, even if it is just organization and like someone just rooting for them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but it is very much similar to Song Divers, um, you know, which is me and Edward Till, who's a fantastic award-winning songwriter and a really good friend of Colin and I's uh, family, certainly. Um, you know, is like, again, are, are you... Colin, are they really good friends? Are they actually good friends? Yes, they are. Oh, they are? Yes. Okay. Just yeah, making sure. I can vouch for that. Ed bills, me. <laughs> Ed bills me monthly yeah. uh, for us yeah. to be able to say that. It's a working relationship. There it is. Perfect. Anyway, I'm sorry. Keep going. No, no. I, just to your point, it very much is like, you know, it, to your question earlier, what's the driving force? Who are you focused on? The label or the yeah. artist? Like for me, we're at a stage where we really like, we really enjoy playing. And yeah. so as much as it is about like getting a record out and doing all that stuff, it's just as much, if not more about like loving what somebody's doing and getting to be a part of it. And whether it's being in the same room while they do it, getting to talk to them about what they're writing or us actually getting, as Colin said, like getting to play with them on their stuff. Um, the show you're talking about, we did at 7C, we arranged. Um, 7C was really cool about it. And then we did an Ebor City Records hosted night. So it was Joshua Riley, Adam Randall, and then Taylor Rayner, who's another artist who we work with, who everybody I'm sure knows, who's a yeah. fantastic he's been in here. player and songwriter. Hours. Yeah, he's great. Oh, exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love them. Um, you know, and so for us, like as much as it is about that end result, like get, it's the... It's like, it's not the destination, it's the journey. Yeah. You know, and I don't want to sound like a cliche, but very much that's true for us. Like, we just want to play and we want to play stuff we really love and enjoy. Um, and so even if, you know, we aren't having somebody on the label, you might be on, you can get an outreach from us for song divers or even just to play, like Someday Honey is a band we love. Yeah. Um, actually, great. really love those guys. And like, there's somebody I'm talking to right now about collaborating on a couple of cool things for some content and then obviously having them on song divers. So, it's one of those things similar to the the podcast. Like we're not in the business of saying no. Like we really genuinely like everything. Like there's something to like. It's just we have limited time and resources. And if that blend works out, and timing is a big piece of it too. Like, are you going to fit with the blend of things we have coming on the show or the things that we have going on on the label? Um, and so we usually just say, hey, we can't right now, but but maybe at some point, and keep keep us posted. Our people will call your people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but a little more sincere than that. <laughs> but the that. reality is, yeah, that's the thing. Uh, it, you don't necessarily have to say no. It's no, not right now. It doesn't mean no forever. And that's a big thing that musicians need to, I think, take take heart, uh, take into account. Uh, is the simple fact that, that when you're when you're in this business, a lot of it is knocking door, knocking on doors. You know, a lot of it, metaphorically speaking, mm-hmm. and a lot of it is those doors not answering. It doesn't mean they're never going to answer. It just means they didn't answer right then that at that moment. Not good timing. Doesn't mean the timing might not change. All right. So you mentioned song divers. I've checked the catalog of episodes that you guys have. I've listened to a handful of them. As a podcaster, this is a unique situation because I'm the host of this show. You're the host of that show. You're one of the hosts of that show. Sure. I always like to find out from your perspective as a host of that kind of show. What's one of your favorite moments of doing that show? It's a it's it's a similar show to this one. It, it's a deep dive show. You guys do you have songwriters on? You interview them. You let them perform. What's your, what's one of your favorite moments? There's a couple that I have to name because they're so cool. And as you know from doing this, you get these moments where you're like, I can't believe I'm doing this right now. It's yeah, like really absolutely. Cool. Um, I mean, first of all, uh, you know Ray Rowe and Creative Loafing, who we love. Like we out of the blue were named, you know. Uh, got a podcast recognition and award during Best of the Bay, and that was like unexpected and, and really cool. To get a critic's choice from somebody who we super duper respect their opinion, and and that was really meaningful for us. So that's one thing certainly. Um, I think the the second thing, um, Andrew Duhon is one of my absolute favorites. He was like a pie in the sky guest. He's Emmy, or, uh, excuse me, uh, 
Whoa, what am I looking for here? <laughs> Grammy, Grammy nominated. Is, yeah. yeah, thank you. Yeah, That's what I, I call my grandmother. Same e- thing. E- e- egotted him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Grammy nominated musician, fantastic Americana artist, and you know, first season we did, we ended up getting him. He can't, he ended up the whole band stayed at my house. We did the podcast in the morning. He was every bit of what you'd want somebody to be as a songwriter. He was fantastic, and it was just such a special experience. And the band was so cool. They played at Ruth Ecker the night before. We hung with him. Like that was just such I- anybody listening when you're done listening to all of the live music showcases please go check out the andrew duhan song divers episode if you would like to um it's a fantastic fantastic listen and and hopefully he'll be on here at some point hey i'd love to he, he comes through the area and then i'd say you know we've had a lot of really cool locals ronnie elliott who this station knows really well yeah uh, was a fantastic fun guest and to get into some of the history of this area colin's uncle steve Connolly, we've had on um and why, why was he such a great guest ronnie has so much history you know okay. the different things he's done. Um, I don't want to ruin or spoil the episode for anybody, but you know it's got some <laughs> Hendrix stories and um, Elvis story. Just a, an incredibly articulate and sincere, and another person who just loves music. Yeah, and is a fantastic storyteller and songwriter. Yeah. And then finally, that. I have to say, Ellis Paul uh, was. We did a double episode with Ellis Paul, which again, if you don't know him, please go find him. He is fantastic, and that was really special for Ed and I. I mean, I'm all about. Ellis Paul. I'd love to get him on the show. We might have to try to do that some way, shape, or form. Um, all right. So the last thing I want to talk about, and this one's a quick one, but you have, uh, I don't know if it's necessarily considered a, a phobia. Yeah, you're already, you know what I'm going to talk about. Well, we'll see. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's called misophonia? Misophonia. It's a real thing. Misophonia. Okay. And what is misophonia? Uh, my understanding is that it is a uh, involuntary negative or adverse reaction to mouth sounds uh, and things similar to mouth sounds. It's not every mouth sound. I was going to say. Mind you. Right. It's not certain speaking. people. I, my dad, who I love beyond this world, uh, the poor guy, my mom will be chewing. And I'm like, okay. And then he'll chew like gum or something. And then it's like, all of a sudden it feels like someone's just pulling my spine out of my body. <laughs> it's just, it's a real thing. That's a visceral reaction. And for years he was like, you're being dramatic. And 90% of the time he's right. But mm-hmm. this 10% increment. Yeah. Uh, it was a real thing, and I, I learned about it later. So, okay, so wait a minute. So give me a, an, a recent example of a really bad reaction you might have had. Can you think of one off the top I of your head? I absolutely can, and I'm sure many people can relate to this. <laughs> okay. uh, a recent one, I, I fly a lot for work and, and mm-hmm. for, you know, for podcasting music and stuff, and I was on a flight. I forgot my headphones, and this dude had like seven pieces Sitting of gum. Sitting next to you? Mouth. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, I mean... I basically went into a, a coma. It was brutal. A coma. <laughs> you were you you tunnel vision, and you were you were slipping away from reality. You saw the light. Next thing you know, you've landed, and it was not good. It's not a good situation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm so tempted, but but I know there are listeners that are listening right now that might have it. Yeah, it's pervasive. Uh-huh. Okay, it's does that fun. make you uncomfortable? <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough, fair enough. All right. So uh, before we jump back into a little bit more music here, uh, what do you want to tell the listeners about Mercy McCoy and about Ybor City Records? Well, with Mercy McCoy, just thanks to anybody who's listening. And if you like what you're hearing and you'd like to check us out, please please go do that. Um, we're on all the streaming platforms, and um, we'd, we'd love to have your ears on it. Uh, if you don't like what you're hearing, please forget that this is a place. <laughs> um, They're already, they've already turned off. Yeah. Those people are not here anymore. I would say we have some really fun stuff coming up. We, we've been working on a new record. We've got some singles coming up that will um, at least one of them will happen this year, which is really exciting. Um, one of the songs we did earlier, Greenpoint Perfume, will likely be that one. Um, and I'd say on Ebor City Records, like us, we have a bunch of artists that are about to put stuff out. Um, Adam Randall, who was on the show recently. Yeah. 
his record drops on the 30th of this month, uh, which cool. is a fantastic EP uh, that I know people have heard a lot of and we're really excited to be partnered helping him produce that and, and push that out. Um, not produce, just market and, and, yeah. and promote. Um, and then he's he's uh, releasing that at The Attic in November, so definitely check that show out. Uh, Liam Bowman, who will be playing that show with him and accompanying him, he's on our, our somebody we're working with who we absolutely love. He's got a double double album coming out, a double track uh, EP that's going to be really cool. The great music video we shot with the, with our friends Phil and Obed and Jonathan, and um, Josh Riley's got music coming out in October. Ed Will Till and Steve Robinson, uh, both fantastic songwriters. Um, you know, Steve was with the Headlights uh, with Colin's uncle Steve Connolly, so very much in the family. They've got a record that's about to drop that came out of nowhere. That's really really good, super awesome power pop. Um, Greg Bowman, who's Liam's dad and the owner of Black Crow. Uh, Guys, never put anything out before, and it's unbelievable. Really, it's so good. I love that. It's so good. Um, our our dear friend Andrew Bullion, he uh, is an engineer, worked at um, worked at uh, La La Mansion, and he's at Morristown now. And then he works with us in our our studio, Bronx Recording in St. Pete as well. Um, he's not these other places. He's uh, got a project called Bayshore that he's done really well with. It's really awesome, fun stuff. Uh, Taylor Rayner, Leon Meissen, all these guys have music coming out that we're I really excited that. about. I love that. So here's what we're going to have to do. We're going to have to do an Ebor City Records takeover of Live Music Showcase, maybe in November. Well, we'd love that. I think that's a good, nice fall Americana songwriter kind of, yeah, we'll have to do that, I think. That sounds great. That sounds great. All right, let's dive into your last song. Before you do, though, for everyone listening right now, if you can't listen live, you can always listen to this show in podcast form. Check out on uh, Spotify and Apple Music. Just search Live Music Showcase. Hit the follow button, and you'll get uh, notifications every time new episodes drop. All right, let's hear that. Uh, let's hear that song. What's this one called? This is a tune called "Take It All Back." Then I'm going to tune up real quick. Sorry, listener. <laughs> I don't want to give you out of tune. That's all right. So while we're waiting for them to tune up, I just want to let everyone know that's listening out there right now, this show and all the other shows on WMNF are supported by listeners just like you and donations from listeners just like you. You can go to WMNF.org, hit the tip jar button and donate whatever you can. As a matter of fact, this show and every other show is uh, just about to go into the fall pledge drive here. It's starting in the first week in October. So... If you want to hold off until then, save your uh, dollars until after the 1st of October, and then just let that money come rolling in. As you can see, and feel free to pan across here, Marcy, with the cameras here, we've got a huge staff on our team that are making sure that everything runs exactly the way that it's supposed to run. All these cameras, all these lights, all of this equipment, and all these people here are made possible by donations from people just like you listening. So hit that tip jar, WMNF.org and uh, help us keep this show running. Take long for me to save 
WMNF comes from our listeners like you and Replay Guitar Exchange in South Tampa, specializing in new, used, and vintage guitars, amps, and related gear. Replay Guitar Exchange's mission is to provide the right guitar to the right player for the right reason. More at replayguitarexchange.com. And that's our show, live music showcase here on WMNF 88.5 and WMNF.org.
every Friday at 2 p.m. after the news headlines. I'm your host, Ken Apperson. Our show today is made possible by you, the listener, and all of the incredible people that work on this show every single week. Thanks, everybody. Mark Perfetti is our sound engineer. Our audio assistant today is Pam Robinson. Post-production is Richard Stone. Video director is Ben Italis. Our camera operators today are Marcy Connors, Ed Lehman, and Micaiah Caldwell. Thanks, you guys. Look great. Sounds great. Social media today is Erica Flashkemp. Our board op is Charlie Cushing. Our assistants today are Charles Holsapple. Uh, Chris Carter and Rob Rose. Once again, I'm your host, Ken Apperson, and that's our show, everybody. Live Music Showcase. Let's take out the show, I think, one last song from Mercy McCoy. Is that all right with you guys? Sound good to you? Sounds great. It'll sound a little better if we're in tune. It always does. It always typically sounds a little better when you're in tune. And by the way, this is your last chance to hang out for the live stream. We've got just a few more minutes here. Go to Facebook and go to WMNF's Live Music Showcase to catch the tail end of the live stream. Make sure you follow the page, too, to keep up with all the other live streams. We go live every single week right here on Live Music Showcase 88.5 WMNF. Take it away, man. Okay. 